उसके बाद उसके बाद I know you seen that Mavs game on Friday night when Luka hit that buzzer beater. I did that. Uh, um, that that falling away three floater three. You know, I've seen that man. Yo, Luka been on the tear, but then the very two nights later they lost to my Knicks. Yeah, the Knicks bullied the shit, the shit <laughs> out of them. I, I feel like the Knicks. I, I mean. Tibbs teams are always physical, right? But but I feel mm-hmm. like he found his stride with the Knicks, with the Knicks, you know. And I feel like all he needs is like another superstar. He he needs a superstar, and he will have his um his uh a similar well. He will have a team similar to the Bulls team that he had um, earlier in the 2010s with uh, Derrick Rose. Oh no, I, I I get the vibes of that man. This is a very unique Knicks team because they have a a star in Julius Randle. They have an emerging second year player in R.J. Barry, who's getting getting better and better every day. Then your role players are getting really good. Your Alfred Payton's or Reggie Bullock's, your who else? Taj Gibson's that everybody forgot about. Those guys know their roles, and they like you said, they are nitty gritty on defense. Especially this game today against the Pelicans, that overtime game, man. They could have easily just gave up. But Randall, man, I think I'm on the bandwagon now. Randall for MVP. I know <laughs> Joel. <laughs> I know I know Joel is hooping in Philly. And I got to give him the man of props. I know Jokic is doing his thing in Denver, but Randall, man, he deserves he he deserves MVP votes. I'm not saying he should win no award, but he definitely deserves some votes, man. 44 against against uh the not the Nuggets, the Mavericks the other night, and then I, I mm-hmm. forgot how much he dropped tonight. I think he dropped like 30 today. Um, yeah, man, the, the man is playing extremely well. It is a contract year, so you got to be careful with that type of stuff, but. It is a contract here, so like I tend to, <clears throat> I tend to pump my brakes on the contract years because you know they can ball, ball out because they want that money, and when it really comes down to to it, once they get paid, he he had thirty three points, yeah, thirty three points, ten assists, five rebounds with forty seven minutes. The next high score is uh, R. Bullock with 15 points. Noel Nerlens, okay, Nerlens has 12. R.J. Barrett had 18. Uh, Elder Payton had five on 20 minutes. Wow, that's crazy. Derrick Rose had 23. Taj had six. Quickly had had eight. And Kevin Knox 
So, are you ready to name Kevin? Kevin Knox. Kevin Knox was hooping too, man. Kevin Knox, he been hooping. They been Frank. They been coming along. Two points though. Come on, yo. No, not 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 today's game, but the last right. game against the Mavs. I mean, but he's making clutch shots though. I mean, they're not Tim's guys. They're they're, they're not guys like that, they can play both ends of the floor. Because you got to think about it, Tim's like his guys. They can play both ends of the floor. Kevin is a really good offensive player. Um, I think developed in another system, he'll be expected. I mean, and then too, another a lot of these guys coming young into the league now, like they come at 18, 19 years old. We don't give them a chance to develop. A guy that I saw the other day, I think for Boston last night, Jabari Parker. You remember him? Yeah, I, re- I remember Jabari, yo. Uh, Jabari's 26 years old. Like, he's like he been in the league forever. He's been bossing around. I mean, he can't stay healthy. So, a lot of okay. these young guys come into the league, and we I, expect them to be the next best thing, and they just fall off. I feel like that's that 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 was his Achilles heel, his, uh, his uh, health. Um, when he was in Milwaukee – he was progressing, but he had that knee knee injury. Then the next year, he had the same. I mean, I think he had the other ACL injury, and he he, he never kind of got back right. And you, you know, I mean, it's a business, so they had to uh, trade trade him for some um, value. So yeah, like it seemed like he's been in the league for a while, but he hasn't been played. I feel like he really only played. Three seasons. Everything yeah. else is just him being on the bench. The last time I remember him being in the league, um, Mr. Conversations, I know you just sent us a message. We we can't play it, so uh, try to try to send it to us again. Whenever it's Larry in the building, I appreciate everybody in the building, man. Um, uh-huh. But the last time I remember uh, Jabari playing was in Chicago. Wow. I remember him playing in Chicago. That, wow. I remember he went home playing in Chicago, and that I think he like- broke his – he broke his foot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's like two seasons ago. You know? <laughs> Bro, like that man has been been through like, it. Uh, through it, like through the NBA. But that, that's just the NBA, man. So, you know, we here, we just talking uh, we just talking NBA, man. Talk whatever y'all want to talk about. Uh y'all can give us a topic. We can talk about it. Um three in the queue. So I'm gonna go ahead and play these, bro. Right. Glad to be back, man. Glad to be back. Thanks. Hey fellas, happy Sunday evening. For the Knicks next year, and I agree with Julius Randle for MVP. For the Knicks for next season, would you like to see them bring in somebody like Spencer Dinwiddie or potentially somebody like Mike Connolly at the point guard position? Ooh, those are very intriguing names. Um, I like Spencer Dinwiddie, but I don't think the Nets are going to give him up. Um, I think he's a really solid backup point guard for the for the Nets. I wouldn't I wouldn't give him up if I'm the Nets. If I'm the Knicks, I would go after him. Well. I mean, I don't know. For the right price, they might, you know. I mean, I I don't think they will ultimately because they could be petty. And if I was the Brooklyn Nets, I, I, I am going to be petty because I don't want to give you a piece where that could make you better. But I think for the right price, they could get Spencer. Um, as far as Mike... I don't think Utah is letting go of of, of Mike. I think it, uh, with his second season, he's really um, he's too valuable. Meshing well, yeah, he he's really meshing well with Don Donovan and uh, doing that pick and roll with the stifle Eiffel. 
you know, and Joe Angles, like everybody in the Utah uh, organization, like they really like Mike Connolly. He's a, I will call a high character basketball player. High IQ you know? too. Very yes. high IQ. That's he's it. almost like a Chris Paul. Like if he goes into your franchise, he will help him. But I feel like the Knicks need to get. I don't. They do need a veteran point guard though. So maybe you could you can use Kevin Knox and Frank Nealakila as you know trade bait to get probably get a veteran guard. Um, before in the queue, let's get these out the way. Whoa! What up, though? What up, though? What up, nervous? What up? What up, my guy? Long time, yo. Hey guys, thank you. Uh, I agree about Julius Randle for MVP, but looking next season for the Knicks, a couple of... Bro, I want to apologize because you've heard me say this before, but I just really want to be on record like Lakers winning it all. Oh, We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. Actually, guys, um, as you know, Dinwiddie's injured this season, uh, but he's actually an unrestricted free agent for next season. And... If I remember correctly, the Nets traded him to the Indiana Pacers, which is where he got injured. No, no I, I then when he stayed, that was Karis Levert that way. Yeah, yeah, that was Karis Levert. Yeah, Karis um, Levert. Is a- if Spencer Dinwiddie is available next season, all the Knicks have to do is just like give him a price. You know what I'm saying? And and he's going to take it because at the end end of the day. If you look 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 at that team, it's an up and coming team, and they got nice pieces, and they play hard. And you know, if if I was Spencer Dinwiddie, I will go, and I still get to stay in New York, and you know, like I don't have to go anywhere. Like I just moved down the street to Manhattan. Not Manhattan. You don't even really got to move nowadays because facts. <laughs> you still in the same city. Um, but yeah, I mean. I don't know. I, they do need a veteran guard. I like Spencer Dinwiddie, but I need a floor general because I like Randall. I think Randall's only going to get better because of that Mamba mentality. Right. R.J. Barrett is really improving. He's he, he's showing why he was the third pick. Um, you just need a decent four. You, I like Mitchell Robinson. I like Nerlens. So your centers are good. They just don't score as much, even though Nerlens has been getting really more efficient on the offensive side. And Mitchell is just a shot blocker. So you got two rim protectors. You're four because I don't really know who plays the four right now, though. Because I think Julius plays the three. So you probably need to upgrade your four. A nice little small four. I I like a guy like Rudy Gay. Not as a starter, but Rudy Rudy Gay, man. Rudy Gay could play. I don't know if he's still in the league, though. <laughs> I think last time I seen him was with the Spurs, and that was last season. Because I don't watch the Spurs like that anyway. So I feel like he's he's still with Popovich. And, you know, when Popovich g- gets players, it's hard for them players to, like, go away. And I will be remiss to – um to go on with this show without saying shout out to uh, LaMarcus Aldridge. Um, he, he was one of my favorite players to, to watch just skill wise. And um, I knew about his irregulated um, heartbeat beat. And I know it's tough to quit, quit something that you love, but health 
comes first. And um, just want to give him a quick shout, a shout out, man, because I was sad, but I was also relieved that he didn't, you know, he got 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 his money right and he can like uh, retire when um, not really on his own terms, but he can retire due to his health. Yeah, man. Shout out to Lamarcus Aldridge. I mean, I don't know if he's going to be a Hall of Famer, but he's a really good damn player, especially them three years in Portland. Um, that's where I remember him the most in Portland. Um, I'm glad that, you know, nothing bad happened because I, I heard that he almost died on the court. Like, yes. Like, it was that bad. So Yeah, yeah. You if you have a irregulated e- e- heartbeat, um, I think a couple of soccer players died from that because, you, you know, soccer is – is just like basketball is like nonstop running, but the field is just wider and, and, and it's less stops. So if, if you keep on running and your heart like rate like speeds uh speed speeds up, excuse me, your heart might check out. So uh I'm just glad that he no noticed that and he decided to step away from it from the game. As a c- competitor, I know how hard that that is to um I mean, I know how hard of a decision that is for somebody like that. With, with um, not in his prime and a decline, also, you know, joined a team that was championship bound. So it, it's tough. So I, I just wanted to give him a quick shout out before we move on. All right, maybe we're about to play this comment from you, my guy. Let's see what you got to say. Chris Paul for MVP. Chris Paul for MVP. Vegas thinks it's going to be uh, Jokic, and they're probably right. Jokic is a baller. He's crazy. But Chris Paul is the most valuable player to his team, and they're number two in the West when nobody thought they would be even a playoff contender. Maybe a a low-end playoff contender, but not number two in the West. Not number two in the West with the Clippers, the Jazz, the um... Yeah, yeah. Impressive. Yeah, I'm I'm still banging the drum for uh Julian Randle. I like C V three. Uh I don't think the Suns are gonna do too much in the playoffs because of their lack of experience. Um that's something I wanted to talk to you for a while. <laughs> um about the Suns because everybody's hype on the Suns being the number two seed on the West. So what's your thoughts on that? Uh my thoughts is, you know, um Chris Paul makes anything that he's in better. That's why uh Daniel Stern stopped that uh um that Chris Paul to to the Lakers trade cuz the Lakers were about to win another three or four champ uh championships. But um I don't I I I won't say I have incredible faith in them in the playoffs. I will say um I agree with you with the experience. Um, Cause Chris Paul can't do it all, and he tends to get hurt at the worst times in the play playoff. Cause his his bo- body gives out. So um, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, Chris Paul does. That's the one thing I I I, I can say that considering real Chris Paul, his body does give out in the wrong times, especially that one year when they when he broke his hand and then Blake broke his hand. The one year in Houston where he yo don't even speak about that Houston, yo I was so pissed because I just like they they had the best chance to beat Golden State when Kevin Durant was there and Chris Paul was the only one with the balls 
to get those buckets, right? And he he strained his little hamstring, and I'm like, okay, that's it. So trust me, I've I was in the building. I, like I was not only Oh, you was in the arena? I was in the building, yo. I was in the building watching that shit, yo. Shout out to my guy, man. He probably had the floor seat. You know Wiggy got that money. He got some floor seats. He was chilling with Travis Scott. Nah, nah, nah. It was it was like a company thing, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't the floor seats, but it was the executive suites, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I gotta get to your level though, but let's get to my guy Livewire. Shout out to Livewire for listening, man. Shout out to everybody listening. Sunday night, man. Surprise show. Appreciate everybody for listening, man. Let's get it. Thank y'all. NK, we trust. Wicked Assassin, man. Glad to see you guys, bro. What's going on, y'all? Definitely tuned in. Just coming in, man. So, uh, salute to y'all. And uh, we're here, baby. Let's go. Salute. Yes, sir. Sports on Stereo Mafia is in the building. Yeah, just give us some topics. We here. We talking about everything. We talking about MVP. We talking about Rookie of the Year, man, because think about it. We lost two Rookie of the Year candidates. We lost LaMelo. We lost Wiseman. So now pretty much it's pretty much up to the kid in Minnesota that has the range, man. Do you think they still going to give it to LaMelo because what he did? Or you think they just going to end up giving it to the kid Anthony Edwards from Minnesota? I think it will be a travesty. It will be, <laughs> it will be a travesty if they don't give it to LaMelo. Because... With with without Kimba, yeah, the Hornets were okay, but I feel like Lamelo put him over the top. When when he started, he was the youngest player in the NBA to record a triple double. Like that screams rookie of the year. No mat, mat matter if he broke his hand and he 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 missed the rest of the season. But really, three three months, and which is what three three months is. That's um, like that's pretty much damn near the whole season. Yeah, it's, like quarter of it's the season, fit, not the whole season. Yeah, a quarter, but still, like it, Anthony Edwards is impressive, like physically and athletically. But I feel like Lamelo had more impact on his team. But that's my. Right. Personal opinion. I, yeah, a lot of it was fun to watch, man. The Hornets are still fun to watch, especially him and the kid Bridges. Ooh. Yo, that, that's going to be a tandem for years to come. Him, Bridges, Rozier. I don't know what they're going to do with Rozier because it's Saudi because he left Boston because he wanted to be a starter. Now he's no longer a starter because I think LaMelo is going to get that. Uh, but that's a fun team to watch. Wiseman, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't really think he had an opportunity to win Rookie of the Year. He's had a pretty decent season. Uh, but Man, he didn't really do nothing. He's pedestrian. And then the other kid, Anthony Edwards, I don't really hear too much of Anthony Edwards. It's not like, you know, he got crazy numbers and doing crazy plays on Sports Center. So I think LaMelo should definitely win that easily. So let's get That's to these two in the queue. It will be a easily. travesty if they don't give it to him. A travesty, right. yo. Let's play these messages from my guy Livewire. Yeah, I just had a show with Jones Boy earlier. And, uh, I brought up the fact that uh, Kevin Durant is again injured, uh, hurt his thigh. This is his third injury since his comeback. Um, do you guys feel like he is ready? I think, you know, it's unrelated to his Achilles, obviously, but something's going on with his body. And 
a lot of people ain't even talking about it. I'm noticing it, and I think it's either uh, he prematurely uh, came back without really getting back into shape, or it could be a fluke. He could just be, you know, phantom injuries, which I think, though. But, I, I mean, I think that, you know, it is cause for concern that this is third injury for back. And without him, I don't think the Nets have a chance in the playoffs. He is the glue that, that makes that team great. Okay, so um, with Kevin Durant, um, yeah, I seen that a lot of people aren't talking about it because I feel like they look look at the Nets as a stack team already. Um, um, but <clears throat> honestly, I do have concerns with Kevin Durant's health. I feel like his body is breaking down. Um, but why I feel like a lot of people aren't talking about it because Kevin Durant, like, if he's healthy, his his game isn't predicated towards his athleticism because he's a shooter. So shooters are going to to, to shoot. Um, so that's I feel that's why people are not so quick up to be, oh, my God, you know, like we – we, we, we should look at this because, you know, before his Achilles snap, he was 11 for 11 shooting. So he could shoot. But the thing is, is he going to be um, healthy down the stretch? Meaning, like, if they play Philadelphia and they have a game seven, is he going to be present or is he going to be um, available for a Milwaukee series, you know what I'm saying? E- even a Knicks se- series, you know what I'm saying? Like, those Knicks are very physical, yo. And you have to be a mentally tough team to go against those young boys. So, yeah, it, it is a cause to, to pause. So, the first thing that I'm going to attack um, is the playoff thing. I don't know. Livewire probably meant to say that they probably ain't gonna make the championship game. And I gotta agree with that, man. Philly, Philly, Philly is balling, man. Like, I don't know how people are gonna stop and beat. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing is, KD is somebody that's not strong. Like he's not. He's not somebody that's been in the weight room. He doesn't scare. He doesn't scare you physically. And with injuries like that, because I I ran track, I played college basketball. Injuries like that, you got to make sure the surrounding muscles are strong. And I feel like KD just doesn't take the time. Like, I feel like KD loves the game so much where he just rushes back. And he's going he's gonna to end up fucking up his career like that. Like, he's going to end up hurting himself to the point where he's not going to be eat, able to come back. I eat Der- Derrick Rose, yo. Like, you can't rush. You can't rush injuries. You can't rush it by rush injury. I would say maybe you're a little younger. I mean, you you are younger than me, but I don't like. Do you remember Grant Hill? Yeah, Grant Hill. I remember Grant Hill. Okay, so when Grant Hill got dra- drafted to the Pistons, like yo, Grant Hill had a higher ceiling than Jordan, right? 
Um, mm-hmm. But he tore his ACL before, like, the arthroscopic um, medicine. I mean, um, the ar- arthroscopic surgery was revolu- revolutionized. So Grant Hill was out of the game for, like, four or five years. But he took his time. He came back, and he he wasn't the same player as he was before because he also re- relied on his athleticism. But he was still effective when he played for um, Orlando and Phoenix. He was still effective, but he took his time. He didn't rush back. So I think somebody like Kevin Durant should consult somebody like Grant Hill. Because I mean, I, I, yeah, I think Grant Hill tore his ACL and tore his Achilles too. If if I remember cor- correctly, yeah, that sounds about right. I feel like the biggest problem with KD is because he's always been second to LeBron. Like he's always played second fiddle. Like, he's always been the second best. But it's like at this point, like I don't know what you could prove. Like you're not going to pass LeBron in titles. It's going to be very hard for him to pass LeBron the title at this point. So, I don't know, man. The man needs to chill, but we know he ain't going to chill. So, hopefully he don't snap or break anything else. He'll be back in the next two weeks. Facts. Can you do it? Yeah, play that message real quickly. I think with LaMelo, LaMelo's a whole energy. It's not necessarily that he is um, great yet. He's good. Don't get me wrong. He has a lot of potential, a lot of promise, but um, he's an energy. And, and when you're an energy, you can definitely uh, gravitate towards the rest of your team. So um, it's a big hit without LaMelo being out there. But, you know, uh, hopefully he uh, recovers soon. But, yeah, man, um, definitely a great player. I, I can't wait to keep seeing him. He He makes watching that team fun. Yeah, he's everything that I thought Lonzo was going to be. This is who I thought Lonzo was Yo, yo, stop. Hey, put some <laughs> respect on Lonzo, yo. <laughs> I, I love the kid, but he, he, this is what I thought he was going to be. Yo, is, yo, fam, 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 fam. Okay, we're not going to have this Lonzo slander on <laughs> – <laughs> I'm taking Lonzo. I'm taking Lonzo's your guy there. So I'm, I'm a he is I'm a my chill. guy, man. I like Lonzo. I like his disposition. I, I I just did like what his father put him through. You know, I didn't like that. I I thought his fa- father should just let him ball and just let him be him. But you know, I can't tell him how to raise like his kid. I just felt like. It it was very unfair, which kind of stunted his development. But Lonzo is is balling now because guess what? He sees his his little brother balling. He's like, nah, you ain't gonna, you ain't just gonna show show me up, bro. Yeah, all I'm gonna say to this last Lonzo point is he gonna be a good Nick because that's exactly the type of point guard that I'm looking for. for okay. My okay. I'm like, he, will, he will thrive in that system because. He, I, I like that system for, for for him, and he's in a big mar- mar- market as he should be. You know, yeah. I, I feel like he... I mean, honestly, I feel like 
LaMelo should be in the big market, but you know, like the the Knicks weren't trying to they 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 just have the worst luck, but um, <laughs> I know because we was, we was one pick away from grabbing stuff, man. I never forget that stupid yeah. Warriors. They go they go take. I was like, how was that that draft? I was like, we getting stuff, man. But you know, it wasn't meant to be. We got Jordan Hill who doesn't play in the NBA no more. So that goes to show you uh, how frustrated how frustrating <laughs> it is to be a Knicks fan. Bless you, man. Oh, thank you, thank you. Bless you, bless you. Yeah, it is incredibly fr- and frustrating to be a Knicks fan uh, just to re- really in the draft. Uh, I feel your pain as a wi- Wizards fans, you know, drafting good players, but our team sucks. Sometimes it's not even drafting good players, just the position. Like, I remember people saying, like, Donovan Mitchell, because he was drafted at 15. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if Donovan Mitchell was that good, how come all them other teams skipped him? 14 other teams skipped him before Utah picked him up at 15. So it's never an exact science. That's why it baffles me when people be like, oh, man, the Knicks should have got this guy. And we went all the way nah, down to you, you can't. You can't. Even Portland dra- drafted Sam Bowie. And the Bulls drafted uh, Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? It's, like you said, it's positions. And, like, their need. And Portland already had Clyde Dre- uh, Drexler. So it's like we already had a superstar. Like, why would we draft this guy called Michael Jordan? You know what I'm saying? And then sometimes it doesn't work out, too, because then it's just like the fit. Like, yeah. It's just like imagine Jordan playing on Portland. Like, do you think he'd have been the same Jordan? Probably wouldn't have played early. That's always the great debate. Like, oh, man, this guy would fit be great in this system if he was driving the hair. Who was to say that Steph would have been a good Nick? They probably wouldn't have developed Steph. No, no, man. Steph was good at Davidson. And I've I've never heard of Davidson. (laughs) I never heard of Davidson. I feel like Steph was like it it, Steph is like LeBron. They're good everywhere that they go. They just know how to how to hoop. You know, that's true, that's true. But some other players, you know, uh, well, Steph, LeBron, um, Allen Iverson, and the old Mello, they would have been good anywhere. Like, you could have dropped them in bumfuck Egypt. They still would have hooped ho- ho- like superstars, you know, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. No, so- talking about Steph, though. Steph has been balling. I know you seen last night. I did. I did. I I did see that dude duo with 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 him and Jason Tatum, my um young guy, my young bull, as the boys from Philadelphia say, my young bull, Um, young bulls. Yeah, they 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 were going back and forth, and I feel like Steph can carry a team. But he definitely needs Clay back just to release some of that pressure. I think his third straight game with 10 threes, right? Yep. 10 or more threes, man. Steph is another guy for MVP, man. Like, we saying Julius. I know Nervous Larry says CP3. We know Luka and – not Luka. Uh, jo- Jokic. Jokic and uh, Embiid. But, man. 
But Steph, man, Steph, 44 last night. I think 44, 45 last night. Man, the Hooper, man, this is, he he on the pace to do something special this year. He on the pace to do something crazy. But Tatum too, man. Tatum, I I, I didn't know Tatum was gonna be this good. Really? I thought he was gonna. I, I thought he was gonna be like. I thought he was gonna be a an all star, but I didn't think he was gonna be a superstar in the league. Oh, well, but he was coming I'm, out of Duke. I'm not gonna lie, like I seen that shit at him and Brent Brennan Ingram. Like I seen that. At Duke, I'm like, okay, these guys are like different. You know, I saw Ingram because of his size. Like, you always gonna be good when you got size. Like, but Jason Tatum, Tatum like six seven two. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, I don't know. I just didn't can. see enough at Duke. I don't know, like, like, and I watch a lot of Duke. Basketball, because I, I despise them, right? But it's like you could tell, man. Uh, well, like I can't tell when 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 it comes to football, because it's very cloudy, right? Because they could be great at the co- college level, but once they get to the pro level, it's like a whole different game, right? But yeah, with with hooping, it's like everybody has talent, but it's that extra work, um, work ethic, like that that extra effort. And Jason Tatum looked like he was ready to put in the work. And I think Danny Ainge was very crafty by dra- drafting um, Jalen Brown and J- Jason Tatum. So they were like feed off each other just like what um Jerry West did by dra- dra- drafting um uh Steph and Clay. Like yeah, cuz if you have two young nu- nucleus and they're not like really competing for for their jobs all they're doing is getting each other better cuz cuz that's their team. Like yeah, I, I shot for Brian. Facts. Yeah, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like these GS with NBA experience that played in the league get it. We, I know offense to these guys that like didn't play in the league, but no, the guys, all the offense, guys that, <laughs> to those guys, all the offense, <laughs> all the offense. disrespectfully, because like, if, if if you're Jerry, a player, Jerry you Jerry. just know like the vibes, like you 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 just know guys. Um, you know, good guys that are good for for the locker room, like Marcus Smart. Like I never really liked his game, but I always like his intangibles. You, you, you know what I'm saying? You can't teach the you can't teach the little stuff, and and that's what I love about him as a, as, as a player. Because I remember watching him at Oklahoma State. Oh man, they like and he was always in trouble at Oklahoma State. That's what baffled me too. I was like, yo. He gets to the league, man. He's gonna be a problem. Like he's gonna be a nuisance, almost like a Lance Stevenson type of vibe. Where like, yes, he's a noise. But he's getting yo. He's gotten so much better offensively, though. Like even watching that game last night, man. We had a couple couple threes where I'm like, yo, like you wouldn't have seen this a couple years from him. 
And you know, if you have time to to work on your craft, and you have an organization actually believing in you, like you have extreme motivations to get better. Because I'm I'm not gonna lie, I used to see his stat line like four years ago. I'm like, yo, what is he doing out there? But but that was when I was not re- really checking for him. But I actually watched him. And I was like, oh, okay, he's the guy that locks your best point guard or your best player. But he's also a, a leader on that floor, vocal and, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, oh, man, all Boston needs is us like solid players. And when Kyrie went there, I was nervous. I was like, uh oh. You know, but we we all know how that kind of you know uh it ended. Um, but despite Kyrie, like the emergence of J- Jalen Brown and uh, Jason Tatum, like I was proud of that. So you know, I thought for sure that Kyrie thing was gonna work because he was just trying to get the hell up out of Cleveland. But I guess he really just wanted to go back home. I think that's the thing too. But Kyrie's just been on some different, different stuff, though. But I oh, man, he cool. a different dude, bro. He a different dude. Like, I can't even describe what type of dude he is. He's just a different dude, yo. <laughs> but he is the best offhand finisher i ever seen in Oh, he's crafty as hell. Crafty as hell. It's him and Steph. They're the most craftiest guards in the league today. Cause everybody just thinks Steph is a is a score like this this shooter, but like yo, he gets you out the dribble, man. Woo! Listen, listen. When when people bring 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 up Steph, I'm like, Kyrie did hit hit that shot on Steph, and he didn't have no help. He just rocked him to sleep and dotted him. Steph is not the greatest defender though. Like that's the if there's a weakness about Steph's game, it's the fact like he he not really going like he don't want to guard you one on one, and I think that's just him being small his whole life. Like I'm no Steph, Listen, but I'm I'm like wait, pretty small, so like. Wait a minute. Wait I want to more so get you on the offensive end. That's cool, but Kyrie ain't as he <laughs> he ain't the biggest dude either. Yeah, but so, it's a mentality. It's, it's always like I always thought defense is a mentality. It is a like, mentality. You don't got to be skilled to defend. Like, if that makes any sense. Like you just gotta want to defend. I was always one of those guys that didn't want to play defense. I wanted to always come back on the offense and then come back and get you. Oh. And I think that's how Steph has his mentality because Steph knows he's that much greater of, of a scorer where he just wants to come back and get you. Kyrie <laughs> wants to be a dog. Like then you have the then you have the crazy guys like Marcus Smart, Tony Allen. Um, who, me. Uh, what's the guy from <laughs> you? What's the guy from the Clippers? Patrick Beverly. That, that they pride on defense. They love that me. Shit, man. Yeah, I, 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 uh, you know, um, that that's why we we uh work so well because we are opposites in our games. Like, I didn't know how to score for shit, yo. Like, I I didn't know how to score, but I wanted to get picked. So, <laughs> I'm like, I got to do something. I got to grab boards. I got to lock somebody up. I got to bl- 
uh, block shots. I, I got to bring high energy. So when I'm on the playground, I'm like, I'm one of the guys getting picked. You know, later on, I got bet- better in my offense when, when I really like concentrating on like with, with my form and shooting and like shooting and, and rhythm. Now I'm good. But if if I can't do anything, I could play defense. I could stop you. I could lock you up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I never was that like that guy. Like, oh, I'm gonna get you back on offense because I'm like, no, I, I can't get you back <laughs> on defense on offense. So I gotta stop you right here. I I gotta get in your head, and I'm I'm the type. I don't say nothing. I just block your shot, strip you, make you kick kick the ball out of bounds, and you know what I'm saying? Oh, you that oh. you that pesky defender. I like I am like pet pesky. I'm not overly f- physical. Like I like I will get physical, but I don't want to be like overly physical. Like I want you to feel like you can't do nothing with me. Cause like the physical guys, what what you can do is shoot better, make them come out of that restricted area. Then a drive on them, like I I use momentum against people, so like you're you're just all discombobulated. Mm-hmm. Oh man, hey yo! Um, before we uh close out, I wanted to tell a story what happened to me um last weekend. So last week week weekend, I I I went on a trip. I. I went on a trip. I took one one of the guys that I men- mentored to an AAU tur- tur- uh, tournament at uh, Austin, Texas. And man, I want to coach. Like I want to coach bad, yo, because I'm not disrespecting anybody out there, but like some of the co- coaches, like <laughs> they didn't know how to like get to the kids. You know, and um, our team, the kids' team, they they only had five players, so they played like the whole like how many games that they played? One, two. What else? One, two, three, four, four games, just five players. And you could tell that subs were needed, cause cause after like the second half, like the middle of the set second half, man, them kids were gassed, like gassed. Yeah, I mean, but, hey, hey, I like to say too, like you can always get into AAU because as long as you know players, that's something I've been trying to do in the Philly area. But it's more, it's not even the money. I know the kids. It's just. Right now, I guess it's COVID. But I feel like if you feel like you can coach, bro, you, you know the knowledge of the game. It's just getting the right kids together, too, because, listen, coaching is not as simple as it looks like, but I say give it a try. And oh, man. I, 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 okay, so I've coached before, but I was, like, assistant. Or I was, like, yeah, assistant head coach. I, I, I was there when – so this guy had, like, like five teams and he couldn't be at five places at, at once. So I, I used to grab like two or three teams 
and he he will grab the rest. But I told him I want like the old older kids. I can't teach young kids. Like I can't. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't do that. Like that's not what what I do. Like I know my strengths and my weaknesses. Like small kids are my weaknesses, but bigger kids where where I can instill like the um what I want to say oh man that that word escapes me but 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 I can talk to him like hey you don't need to do too much we need a basket get you a basket like I don't need a three I don't want you to try to cross this dude out of his socks you know what I'm saying just get a basket yo yeah, that's that's the that's the thing I'm having because I actually just came back from hooping outside with a bunch of like high school kids, and it's like they got the mentality where they just want to play one on one with everybody. They don't want to move the ball, so I kind of brought some of the guys that I played in college with, and they were amazed. Like we smacked these kids, like we just kept we just kept moving the ball. We were setting screens, off ball screens, moving the ball. And they were amazed because they were like, "Y'all never got off the court. We played for like five, six straight games." And it's like, this is how you play basketball. That one-on-one shit is fine. That's cool. But this is how you play basketball. Everybody touches the ball. You get the best shot available. And you defend. But a lot of, like a lot of kids now, they see Steph shooting half-court shots. He carried with the handles. And it's not that's not really going to get you anywhere unless you're crazy athletic. Unless you're a Zion or you got a jump shot. Like, like you're not really going to go anywhere. You got to be able to read the game. So... Bro, you know I, I got you. You know I'm I, I'm gonna support you, man. If you need anything as far as coaching, let me know. I I would definitely uh, hit you up on some uh, uh, on some plays and shit like that. Um, but yeah, I man. know notice in in this re- region, I don't know how it's everywhere else. These kids play a two three zone. Uh, like that's. All they play a two-three zone, and I was so baffled that they couldn't even break a two-three zone. And the two-three zone is, is just ball movement. Yeah, you, will always find the the you will always get into the middle. Get it into the middle of the zone, yes. and that middle guy got to be strong to make the correct pass. Listen, that's pretty much what it is. Listen, they had a six-five kid, so so this is ninth, ninth grade. So the kids are like five eleven, five eight six foot they had their center was like six five and when I tell you he was the softest most softest knock <laughs> need I mean he couldn't do nothing I'm like yo you you just tall for nothing <laughs> like what you doing out yeah. there like bruh like they could have literally won every game if they had to do like like a pick and roll, I mean, homie had butted fingers. He couldn't grab boards. I mean, he 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 had kids that that they were like six foot playing center grabbing boards over him. And I'm like, what are you, bro? That shit that shit was frustrating watching. It was annoying. Bruh, That's why it I was... can't watch it, you guys, bro. I, I get mad. I, I'll beat somebody's kids up like. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell but, you, like, why, why the fuck you ain't get that board? Like, but I feel like it was fundamentals. Like, they didn't teach him no fundamentals. They didn't work with him. Nothing. He was just out there 
got a free trip to Austin and didn't do shit. Think about it though, bro, because I've been to a couple of practices and you practices. Like, so this is no 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 diss to anybody. But it's not a lot of people listening. I think Ron J is still in the building. So shout out to Ron J. So shout out to my boy. Uh, there's a lot of coaches where they go in and they don't really work on fundamentals. They just had a kid scrimmaging against each other. You're not really getting better scrimmaging. Like, I remember having AAU practices where you know you throw the ball off the glass and everybody's running that tip drill. You're doing defensive slides for like two, three minutes. Like, that's a practice. But that's where you're going to find the elite AAU teams and, 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 and the teams that. They don't. They don't know how to play together. Like it's cool to scrimmage. I feel like you can scrimmage at the end of every practice, but you got to work on the fundamentals. Like a lot of kids don't know how to slide their feet. Listen, kids don't know what to do in a pick and roll. Well, I won't say a lot of kids, right? So, in Austin, the uh, black population is seven percent. So, guess who we mostly play. Against like, like it, and when I tell you, those motherfuckers were fundamentally sound. They moved their feet. They their two three like they broke out two three zone every time because they moved the ball because they knew like I can't take you by myself. What what I could do, what we could do col- collectively as a team is move the fucking ball. And they were, well, like, our third game, they were killing us. Our kids were very good that we we end up losing by three. But when, when I tell you we were down by 15 in the first half, because them motherfuckers was moving their feet, um, hit, hands up, sliding, um, t- taking charges, Shoot, shoot uh, shooting high percentage shots. I mean, they were on point. So that told me, like, okay, like these coaches just have kids have have fun, have fun at practice, but get mad at them at the game. I'm like, you, you can't be <laughs> mad at a kid what you never taught him. Exactly. So I was more frustrated with the coaches. Like, yo, what are you doing? Than the kids because I'm like, kids. they're just the they're, they're, they're just they naturally their natural ability. They're always gonna do what they're taught. Like, they're if, if they weren't learned, they they know how to slide their feet. They ain't gonna slide their feet. That's the job of the coach. And then a lot of kids, there are a lot of players wonder why, like, oh, I'm not getting any offers. I'm gonna tell you, bro. I played at the park today, and these kids were amazed that I was talking on defense. I was like, pick left, screen left, like basic stuff. Well, I'm hedging here. Like, they were amazed. I'm like, yo, like, you guys really, if you guys want to play at the next level, and I'm not saying a lot of you guys are going to play Division One basketball, but even if you want to play Juco, like, this is basic basketball. Just calling out a screen. They were like, yo, you sound like a 2K player. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, nah, this is what you do when you play basketball. Anybody that I play basketball, you're not telling me how to play screen. I don't want, I don't. You're not telling me where the screen is. I don't want to play with you. Because if I get hit by a motherfucking screen, we got to fight. I'm not yeah, fighting the person that sent me the screen. I'm fighting the person that didn't tell me where the screen was coming. I'm fighting all four guys. But let me see. I think Jeff just sent us a message. Bro. We'll finish the conversation. And I know you got to get out of here. So. Yeah, I do. NK with trust. What?
Wicked, 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 wicked assassin. What's up, Mr. Lava Man himself? Yo, I was watching the Knicks game today. The Knicks impressed me. They might be a sleeper in the playoffs. They might win a series or two. What do you guys think? Uh, for me, it depends on who they play. Um, I think right now they sit at six. They need to avoid the playing game, though. They got to avoid the playing game. But I wouldn't even say they got to avoid the playing game. They're, they're- physical team and if they catch a team sleep sleeping they will win that se- yeah, series so play. don't I, I won't sleep on them I, I won't sleep on Tibbs and the locker room lead, leadership of Derrick Rose and I kind of like their little core that they have it, it's like the Knicks against the NBA so you know Yeah, I feel the same way about the Knicks, man. I feel like they, they, they can surprise them. Like, you can't sleep on them. They're not your average six, seven, eight feet. They can defend. And that's what it takes to win basketball games. Play defense. But they scare me on the offensive end because they can go cold. But as long as you have that man, Julius Randle, and R.J. Berry could show up, listen, I like I like their chances against the team. I don't think they could beat a Philadelphia team in seven games because all the games that they played against Philadelphia was without that bad man and beat. I don't know if they got anybody to stop and beat. But then again, Nerlens is Nerlens. I don't know if Mitchell Robinson is going to be able to come back, but that guy Nerlens could definitely play some centers. But they're they a couple of pieces away from making a deep, deep run in the playoffs. Right now, I think they're just going to be happy with um, first round. Potential, first round, second round exit. They'll, they'll be all right. New Yorkers won't be mad. See that? Facts. Well, I don't know what if what happened to my partner. Um, um, we'll we'll try to figure out. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. We're gonna play this last message, and we're gonna go ahead and get out of here. Hey, man, we should definitely um. Uh, come uh, communicate in the DMs and see when we're both free and we could do a show because clearly, um, the sports on stereo family miss us and stereo itself miss this uh phase one NBA sports talk. Yo, oh, yeah, definitely. We're we gonna get back. We, we just gotta figure out the schedule thing, though. We got to figure that out. We're gonna be good money. So, let's do the right. last comment. Let's get you out of here. I'm gonna go get me some some food, man. I'm hungry. Thanks. NK We Trust and Wicked Assassin Phase 1 NBA Sports Talk yet again here on the Sports on Stereo Streets. It's been a little bit of time, but as I always say, we wish we could be on this app 24-7. It just kind of sucks when life gets in the way. So, so glad to have you guys back on here repping that Sports on Stereo banner. Hopefully you guys are having a great talk. I'll be in here clapping up, supporting the family. Anyways, Wicked Assassin and NK We Trust. Hopefully you guys have a great talk. I know you probably are ending soon from what I understood. But anyways, you guys have a great conversation. As always, take care. Thanks so much. Yeah, man. Shout out to Ben. Shout out to the family, man. Shout out to Yeah, I know the vibes, yo. Surprise show. 13 listeners today, man. Shout out to everybody. We're going to figure something out, man. I, I know there's a lot of people that got that 4 o'clock window. 
So that's the thing. We got to just figure out a window where it's going to work for us. Facts. Maybe we can. And I think we we can figure out a, a like a window that's gonna work for and for for for, for us. Um, I feel like um, when we were con- consistent, we 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 were fairly popular, and we 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 were on our way up, on our way to be very big. So we we just gotta be, you know what I'm saying? We we just gotta get back on that horse course again because clearly we are giving up information that a, a lot of people aren't giving up and that's just me not being hopeful that's just me being factual for sure for sure let's put this last message from Dan and we signing off I was Ronda in the building yo NK Wicked was lying man that 6-5 nigga banged on all of them talking about he knocked me and all that shit and I'm busting Hell a 16 no. mile joint tomorrow brother round out this 500 <laughs> For a year, man. Fuck out of here. Nah, Wicked, stop lying. That nigga banged on you. Man, he ain't banged on nobody, yo. He ain't banged on nobody. I, I was so irritated by, by homie, yo. I, bruh, I was so irritated. You will be irritated, too, because you'll be like, bruh, you can't grab a rebound? But I, I'm talking about this. This dude was grabbing rebounds like he put grease in his hands. Like the ball just kept <laughs> slipping out of his hands. I'm like, you don't have strong hands. Like, then again, bro, I ain't gonna hold you. Them Wilson balls. I'm, I was just telling somebody that them don't slip out your hands. Like I, I'm constantly somebody that gotta walk into the uh, go to the bench and drop my hands because they would slip out your hands. Listen, but Rondé in the building, man. Rondé, like, let me know, man. <laughs> I mean, because Rondé, Rondé personality, I don't know, man. I feel like he probably ain't for one of these kids, man. But. But I'm not. I don't got kids. I I can't speak for kids, man. But I, I know Rajay, man. Like he's somebody that he he's competitive. He's competitive. So I, I just want to know his thoughts on coaching uh, kids under under the age of seventeen in football, basketball, whatever. Facts. Hey, let let me know, yo. I need to know too. Listen, I don't know the context of this discussion. All I know is if Ranjay's in the building, they call him the black hole for a reason. The ball comes in and never comes back out. That's all I know. <laughs> hey, yo, damn. Yeah, we settled this. All right, there, there you go. What do you mean? What's, what do you mean, what's my thoughts? You're not giving me no context. What do you mean, what, what's my thoughts about it? No, I was saying, what's your thoughts on coaching under the age of 13? Like, how do you feel like you were fair coaching AAU? Just yep. under the age of 13 or 17 under because a lot of these kids don't understand the game of the basketball. Under, understand basketball. They, also, who's playing like Super Mario they're... in the background? Like, is this Super Mario from the SNES? This isn't even like Mario 64 or Mario for the Wii. Who's playing like that original Super Mario in the background there? Yeah, uh, my and my kid is playing by uh, NES and he, he's playing Mario World. Well, he got the original John. Yeah, I come on, yo. Come on, yo. Oh man, so he not, he not getting these kids the PS5. They, they gotta do that. Nah, ain't no PS5. He got the switch, <laughs> but you know, he, he wanna play this. So, you know. Shout out to my guy Wicked, man. Never letting the culture die. Facts. Come on, yo. Never letting the culture die. First of all, he's right. I'm the black hole, my nigga. We go, we, we go play. You throw that shit into me. You better go get a rebound, cause I'm shooting that bitch. I get my hands on it. I'm shooting it. I don't give a fuck. Uh uh-uh, uh 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 uh. Uh uh. Yo, 
Uh, I mean, it's me being biased. Uh, Mama. Chill out, bro. I think I can. I, I think I can relate to almost anyone. So I, I, I think I could, you know, coach kids under thirteen, under fifteen, under seventeen, whatever it is, um, and 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 teach them how to get it, and not be like preaching and shit about it too, bro. Uh, that's just my personal opinion. I just I just feel like I could relate to a lot of different people. Hey, you got it from the man himself. All right, yo. So, let's get out of here, man. We'll, we'll figure out the schedule. We definitely gonna be back. Best believe it. Uh, you know, this phase one, my guy, wicked in the building, and can we trust, man? You already know. We catch y'all sometime next week. Sometime Peace. next week. Peace. Peace.